You're listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project. The Hero of the Story helps you study and teach the story of redemption from all Scripture. Now join your hosts, Aaron Armstrong and Brian Dembozik. Hey there, welcome to today's episode of The Hero of the Story. I'm Aaron, and with me as always is Brian. Brian, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, and let me just say, I mean, your, your brand new shirt just looks mm-hmm. amazing. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I it's really uh, black. I got a new black shirt uh, to go along with my old black shirts. Did you rotate mm-hmm. a, an old black shirt out, or did you just add this in? I'm about to rotate one out. Okay. Yep. Because you know, all my shirts are not black. Yes. I only have one black shirt, I believe. Shame on you. But I kind of do that. I like. I just bought about four shirts, and I rotate other ones out that I stop wearing as much. Well, yeah. I mean, it's stewardship. You you use your clothes until they are destroyed. <laughs> and that's how you that's how you dress as so a man. So you you use your shirts until they start turning into gray shirts and you can no longer wear them. Yeah, until they just well, fading un, from un, well until I start noticing that they're getting a little bit threadbare. Um, no. Does that happen before they start, you know, losing their blackness from um around the same time. Yeah, around the same time. I can get a solid couple years out of a black shirt though. That's good to know. I like it. I like it. But uh but you know, um you know, if only, and I also have uh, black shoes, but I don't have a black hat or a Cadillac. So um, there's a there's a little random reference for you there, folks. So if you happen to have a, an extra black hat or black Cadillac and like to give it to Aaron, <laughs> just to complete the whole ensemble, that would the, be the aesthetic would be amazing. That would but, be amazing. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, I hope most of you, I hope someone listening recognizes that that song that I that I was referencing and if you do uh, message me at uh, at Aaron Strongarm on Twitter and uh, and just say you got it um, and maybe we'll send you something nice <laughs> but uh, anyway um, that's not what we're here to talk about today we're not gonna do gospel-centered pop culture um, <laughs> again yet although maybe someday gospel-centered um, clothing gospel-centered fashion there you go um, is that like past fashion no let's not even go there oh, that'll get us no, in trouble no, no. nope um all the podcasts i'm on i have a no fire no getting fired rule so i should stick with it's that sensible it is a sensible rule it's a good rule it keeps me it keeps me employed and uh and keeps my family fed and which also means i get to stay in america so um with that in mind we are starting a new little mini series here on the podcast um we are going to spend a little bit of time in the book of judges this week and so we want to highlight three passages a couple of them are um kind of the those hallmark keystone passages that yeah. most of us are familiar with. One is um, slightly more obscure. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, but uh, but still one that many of you should be familiar with, um, even in passing. Um, today we are starting at the beginning of Judges, or sorry, not Judges, of Joshua um, with chapter one and the call to courage that he receives. Which is probably the most well-known passage from this book. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd argue with the one that we're starting with and the one that we're finishing with. Both those, yeah. those two are... Right there. They're the two that people think about when they think about judges. Are, why do I keep saying judges? I don't know. Do you feel judgmental right now? I feel judged right now. You should. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Says the man who ate lunch at 10 a.m. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. It's always noon somewhere. And I'm going to go to Piccadilly, 4 o'clock for the Blue Plate special for dinner. <laughs> 
All right. And okay. yell at some kids, get off my lawn. That's right. That's right. I tweet at them for that. So, <laughs> but, uh, but Joshua, Joshua, the other kind of hallmark passage that people are familiar with is, of course, the, you know, the falling of the walls of Jericho. Yeah. We're not talking about that one um, right now. Instead, we're going to start with the call to courage. We're, we're then going to do in a future episode, we will do the, the, moment in uh, Joshua where where he you calls on the sun stand, to stand still and um, and then finally we'll wrap up with the final call to faithfulness at the end of his ministry those are the next few episodes that we're going to do so let's uh, let's dig into that first one Okay. So again, this is uh, the beginning of the book and uh, Moses has died, which is the way Joshua begins. Um, and these are the first uh, really instructions that, that God gives to Joshua, this brand new leader over the people of Israel, who he knows what's about to happen. They're about to cross the Jordan River. He doesn't know how that's going to happen, of course, but he knows they're going to be called on to cross that Jordan and begin open warfare against the people uh, of the land. So this is what God tells him, starting in Joshua chapter 1, verse 6 out of the CSB. Be strong and courageous, for you will distribute the land I swore to their fathers to give them as an inheritance. Above all, be strong and very courageous to observe carefully the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the left or the right so that you will have success wherever you go. This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it, for then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. Haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What is the the big idea? What is the 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 key the key thing that we're meant to take away from this yeah, passage? Think, of course, the the key observation because God repeats it several times is is His command to Joshua to be strong and courageous, which is interesting because it's first of all it's an imperative, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes we think, well, how can you tell somebody to be strong and courageous? But I think the 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 big question. I'm not going to answer your question. Instead, I'm going to say the big question for us to explore in this passage is from where that strength and courage comes from. Mm. So as we're reading this, and if we read this in the shoes of Joshua being told by God, hey, be strong and courageous, I I think naturally we say, well, how would I do that? If I were him, where would I find that strength and courage? And the beautiful thing is, as we're going to talk about, uh, the answer is given to us right here in what we just read. Yeah, absolutely, um, and, and and that is an that is an important thing. I mean, as you look at the text, and we'll we'll dig into that that in a second. But but maybe let's think about it from more the typical response that we yeah. would expect. So, uh, and and maybe you've actually heard it taught to you that in, in this kind of this kind of way before that uh, you get your courage from uh, ultimately from within. Yeah. You, you dig, dig deep within. Exactly. Dig deep. Look for that thing in yourself. Just believe in yourself. Um, know who you are and you will overcome whatever, whatever is, whatever obstacle you're facing. That is, um, that's, that's one of the things that we hear so often in, in culture, isn't yeah. it? And I mean, we've talked about, uh, different lies that, that Christians believe in, um, in past episodes. So we're not going to, let's not rehash that too much here, but, uh, but it is an important thing for us to know that it's like that, that message, um, 
is so common and yet it's it's not very helpful is it no and and it as you said before a lot of people listening may have heard this not just from a culture but unfortunately in in churches in, yeah. in church context um that this this belief has seeped into um many different realms of of our faith and again the, the idea the culture you can understand because um if you believe you're all there is if you don't believe god exists you don't believe he's sovereign and so forth, then, and you tell somebody where else you're going to find courage, it makes sense that they, you have to find it somewhere within yourself. And the, the optimistic view of, of humanity that many people have, you would say, well, there's something good about everybody. There's some, so find that good thing about you. Um, and you can do this and, and so forth. But as we've talked about, and, and as the, I mean, this is antithetical to the gospel. The gospel is about us that we cannot. It's not about what we can. It's what we cannot do. Um, it's not about who we are. It's who we are not. We are not um, right with God. We are not obedient. We are not powerful to do anything about our sin and so forth. And so if you carry that into this command to Joshua in Joshua 1, and, you, and, and God says, all right, go into this land, and I want you to find the courage within yourself to do this. That that's totally flies in the face against scripture, what we mm -hmm. see from God over and over again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and another place that, uh, that we typically find it is, um, is really in, um, within our, within our community. And so, um, and really maybe it's, it's fair to paint this as, uh, with the phrase tribalism. So it's the, it's the people that we, we think alike with, and, and we see this so prevalently in, um, you know, in social media, for example, there is a yeah. special kind of boldness when you live in an, in an, in an echo chamber, um, and you say things that, uh, that you would never say to a person in person to their faces, but you'll say online. Um, and that's, and certainly there, there are, I mean, certainly there have been times when I've been as guilty of that as anybody. Um, I try to watch my mouth pretty carefully on, uh, online these days, but, uh, I've, you know, I've been foolish in the past and, uh, and have regretted that. But uh, but that is that is one of those things that that we see this as well. Um, now, the problem with these, of course, is is that, um, and this is where it becomes so difficult for us is is that um, there is a there is a distorted nugget of truth yeah. in in both of these false these false sources of courage um, that um, that ultimately. God answers in the passage and he does it in a very important way. And he does it by, as, um, as you heard in the text, uh, by referring to himself yeah. first. Yeah. And not only first, but, but last he bookends, not, not the very first, the first verse six starts with be strong and courageous, although God has been speaking to Joshua before that. Mm -hmm. um, but very at, near the end there, uh, we see it in eight and nine, especially where, where God is pointing out Joshua's need to spend time meditating on the law, meditate on the word of God, to spend time in that day and night. And that's what would give him success. And then we read again, the refrain, be strong and courageous. Um, and God ends for, I will be with you wherever you go. So you have this bookend, God focused, be strong and courageous, 
God-focused. So that clues us in alone where God intended Joshua to find the strength and courage, not from within himself, not from his community, but ultimately from God himself, God's word, what God had promised, who God is, who God had demonstrated himself to be. Um, and that is the ultimate source. Now, as you said, the, the, the wonderful thing about God is, is that he layers in these things that we're image bearers of God. In Christ, we are new creation. And so there is a, this nugget of truth that we can look to Christ within us for strength and courage, mm-hmm. not ourselves, Christ within us. And there is truth that God has designed the church to be a community of faith, to encourage, to give courage literally to one another. So it's not that we live in a vacuum just looking to God for for courage and strength. Um, He has shown us the path to himself and finding his courage and strength through the Holy Spirit dwelling within us and also through the community of of the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and that is such a that is such a helpful thing, and I mean that's such a great gift, isn't it? That um, we get the things that we look for and that we try to find in distorted ways um, within the world itself, and God gives us something better. Yeah, He gives us a better He gives us a better and truer identity, one that isn't based in our our um, sense of self worth and or our accomplishments or um, what we do or any or any of this kind of stuff. But it's all all in what Christ has done. He gives us a community that isn't built upon um, um, this homogeny yeah. <laughs> um, or this. Um, Sing this singular opinion, but one that has beautiful diversity that um, is filled with grace in at its best. And understanding, of course, none of us are perfect. We're all we're all people in process. We're recovering sinners. <laughs> um, however you want to describe us, um, this is. But this is what's so so important and beautiful is that he gives us these things through his word, and then he gives us, best of all, he gives us himself. Yeah. And so if we do not need to be afraid, we we get courage and we can be courageous because we know who is with him, with us. And that's why we have, yeah. and, and what makes it even better for us, and it really ultimately is, is that we have... All the greatest grounds for courage because we know how the story ends. Yep. And so think about it from Joshua's perspective that um, that God was calling him to be courageous in what for him was the unknown. But actually it wasn't because if you look back at six, God begins, be strong and courageous for you will distribute the land I swore to their fathers to give them as an inheritance. Sure. So he may not have known how that was going to happen. And that's my point. That's my point. Um, He didn't know how this was going to happen, but God had told him that he was going to be victorious in this. And so he was calling, he was calling Joshua to live out of this promise that, that God gave. And that's, and that is the same thing that he calls us to today in Christ, because we have, more of God's revelation than even Joshua did. Um, we have 
all we 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 know what jo- what and who Joshua and his and his conquest ultimately pointed to, which is Jesus and his yeah. and his conquest over sin and death and his taking of this world from the powers and principalities that have usurped it his his rightful rule um, and saying no, this is mine. Um, yeah. And it never was yours. Um, so for him, and we know that there's a day coming when he is going to make all things new. And because of that, we don't need to fear anything. And this is why I think it's really important for us to see why God can command Joshua and us to be strong and courageous. Again, if, if strength and courage is found within ourselves and you can't command it, right. if it's something we have to muster, if it's a feeling that we experience, you cannot command that. But God's point here is, no, 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 this is not from within yourself. The strength and courage is based on me, who I am, and what I have promised. Mm -hmm. And so strength and courage are tied to trust. That is why this can be commanded that for Joshua, and again, this strength and courage is not simply um, an inner, you know, emotion or or thought process. This required Joshua to actually do. Um, strength and courage was was him getting up, getting his people up, and saying, "You see that water? Uh, God has commanded us to walk into that water, and and that's what we're going to do, even though it makes no sense." And as soon as the priest's feet stepped into the the Jordan, the waters parted. They mm-hmm. stopped. So it's that's the act of courage. All right, this is what God has told us to do. We are going to march around this city, right? And it makes no sense. But we're going to trust. This is where our strength. This is where our courage is coming from. Trusting in God over and over again. It's an. There are actions tied to this. Those are are what God commanded. Right. So that is that's that's a really helpful helpful point right there. That um, this is that in practice, courage is an act of faith. Yes. Um, it's built on trust in who God is and what he, what he has done and what he says he's going to do. Um, and we are left to respond to it. So as we, so I think that, I think that is, um, I think that's a good place for us to, to wrap up. Um, I mean, listeners think about how, how that plays out for you in, in your life where, um, where can you live with a greater sense of courage in in light of what God has done um, for you in Christ and who he says you are in Christ and what he promises to do for us still? Um, and how can you how can that that encourage you to live on mission, how to share Christ with someone else um, that uh, we'd love to hear that, hear that story, too. So, I mean shoot us an email at the gospel project at lifeway.com or, um, or tag us on Twitter at, at uh, gospel underscore project. Um, share those stories with us, share how God is at work in you through this. Um, and yeah, we'd love to be encouraged by that. And we would love to encourage you in that as well. Um, so thank you for listening to this episode, Brian, thanks for hanging out and chatting yeah. today. Good time as and, always. Yeah. And, uh, listeners, of course, um, we hope you will leave a, uh, glowing five star rating and review on if it's sincere on iTunes. Of course, only if it's sincere. I, every time I have to say that, you do. I I'm okay with a little bit less sincerity um, on your glowing five star rating and review, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> I could use a little affirmation today. I'm sleepy. <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
<laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, until next time, thank you so much and uh, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Hero of the Story presented by The Gospel Project a family of resources revealing how all scripture gives testimony to Jesus. Learn more at gospelproject.com.